When was the last time something didn't meet your expectations? Have you thought something was going to go differently than it did? Today on our Be Well podcast, we'll talk about dealing with disappointment. to our fourth episode of Be Well. Be Well is a podcast that helps Nicolay College students and staff learn more about all things related to mental health. Our goal is that you learn something you didn't know before and to connect you to resources. Thanks for being here with us today. My name is Erica and I'm your host. Our Be Well podcast would be impossible without the partnership between Nicolay College and Transitions Counseling. Through this partnership, enrolled students can receive up to 10 free counseling sessions through Transitions Counseling. I'm thankful to be joined today by Kim, a counselor at Transitions. Kim, thanks for being here today. Thank you, Erica. You got a doozy for us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So today we're talking about disappointment, something I know all of us deal with. Um, So, Kim, let's start by talking about what are the circumstances that may lead to feeling disappointed? So I think it's important maybe to start with just like the feeling of disappointment itself. Um, I think there are four really basic, like even little kids can describe happy, mad, sad, scared. And then as we grow older and we have more life experiences, there becomes more nuances in each of those. And so I would kind of put disappointment in the flavor of sadness Um, and sadness at its very very fundamental core is about loss. So often we think about that as loss of life, like loss of a person to death. Um, but we lose lots of things. Um, 2020s shown us that there's a lot of loss of security and stability and purpose. We can lose relationships to, you know, fallouts or moves or just, you know, growing apart. Um, so when we think about disappointment through that lens, um, and what circumstances might lead to that, it's often, you know, loss of unfulfilled hopes or expectations, things that you were expecting, um, things that you were hoping for. And it's kind of like the ultimate defeat of that, the ultimate, this won't happen, um, kind of circumstances. Mm -hmm. So we talked about sadness as one Mm -hmm. of the things you feel when you're talking about disappointment and and how that can lead from things not going as expected, which is probably something I think all of us can relate to. And like you said, 2020 has taught us that things might not go as expected. What other emotions might you deal with when things don't go as as expected? Yeah, it was interesting. So we talk about this in our house. We have two younger kids and I actually asked my son, we had an interesting car conversation to get his take on what he thought about disappointment. Um, Because I see a lot of anger come out. It's we present as angry when inside we're feeling disappointment. And I see that in kids a lot. Um, So this car conversation, though, is very interesting um, because we kind of determined together that it kind of depends what arena we're talking about. And, And as I was thinking through this, I thought, you know, it depends on 
you know, if we're disappointed with something in ourselves, that might lead to feelings of guilt for not doing something or feeling inadequate for not measuring up to something or even maybe as intense as shame um, that we're, you know, not um, going to get any better or, or things like that. Uh, but then there's also the arena of being disappointed in other people. Um, other people can disappoint us in relationships and that might be more associated with, with anger frustration, resentment, maybe even jealousy, depending on the situation. And then, you know, the other arena is just our world, our culture, our society, disappointment, and the, you know, the things that are happening around us that could maybe be more um, associated with feelings of that, you know, deep sadness, things that we can't control, maybe feeling a little anxious around those things when we see disappointing things happening. Um, so, you know, it kind of depends. And then we also talked about size too, you know, is this a little disappointment that when we think about feelings, there's variations in all of those threads, but then there's also sizes. Um, so the other feelings that go along that might depend what we're talking about exactly. Mm -hmm. It's a really good point that it depends on the arena mm -hmm. um, and what we're talking about. I, I never really thought of it that way. Are there certain things that make a difference? Is it helpful, I guess, to know and identify where the disappointment is coming from in order for someone to move forward? Yeah, I think it's key. Um, you know, like I said, with often, I don't think it's just with kids. I think very often we express on the outside anger um, or resentment or maybe even close ourselves off. Um, but we're not identifying the disappointment, the sadness in the in the lost expectation. Um, I mean, sadness. I, I, the movie Inside Out, I love. Um, it's exactly what I'm thinking about. Of course. Oh my gosh, it's a therapist's dream. I say that all the time. Um, there's this, and I, I even have a montage that I've put together to show. I mean, that movie is fundamentally about sadness and what, you know, we understand why we have fear and anger and joy. Um, but sadness is kind of like, ew, we could like all do without that. Um, but there's this there's this moment where sadness says it's so fast. I didn't pick up on it till midway through. And if you watch it again in detail, she says it so quickly. She goes, um, I need to slow down and obsess over the weight of life's problems. Um, and that's essentially what sadness does. It helps us remember what is important to us, what our uh, values are, um, what, you know, we're hoping to get out of this life and put back into things. So the emotion of sadness kind of helps us um, explore what those losses mean and then how we can adjust moving forward. How do we accept the things that we can't control that even get in the way of that? So I do think it's important to you know, I uh, explore and identify what that is underneath that disappointment, what is what that is all about. Yeah. And I can relate to, you know, in my own life, sometimes feeling disappointment, even when things went as expected. Mm -hmm. What do we do to deal with that um, situation or when we're having those feelings? 
Yeah, that um, that's a, another ball game because we think if we just get this or those expectations get met, everything's going to be hunky dory. Um, another Pixar and Disney, they they do some fantastic work. We just watched <laughs> Soul, their new movie Soul. That I just watched out. that as well. Fantastic. Yes, and it and there and so I don't think this is too big of a spoiler alert, but the the main character kind of experiences that he you know gets what he'd been hoping and expecting and it doesn't quite feel the same um you know if we're if we're really honest with ourselves as humans we want you know the big fireworks and the confetti when we're you know working hard towards something or 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 looking forward to something and you know we might get that but it doesn't last a lot a super long time or you know it might just be more um low-key I'm thinking of like working hard towards a goal either in school or in work um maybe the the praise from others again you know what arena are we talking about um you know maybe it's just a pretty good versus you know big wonderful gold star or something um it's it's hard because we don't want to I think that it is too easy to say well lower your expectations um Mm -hmm. that that's too simple of a of a route first of all like the type a over functioners we've talked about that you and I can relate to and others I'm sure that's just that's just impossible it's just (laughs) like straight up impossible to do um and the other thing is too we don't we want to live a full big life. We want to contribute to things. We want to set our, our standards high. Um, but we need to be realistic about that in terms of, there may be a lot of, um, disappointment along the way. There may be a lot of falling and getting back up. Um, and we need to embrace the moment. I think that's what that movie Soul is all about. That there, that there, it's not just about the pinnacle of of the thing. It's also about just embracing the small things on the way up to it. A lot of the, similar to what we talked about last podcast with the holiday. The holiday mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. embracing um, the small things along the way as well. Yeah, and I think when you're talking. A lot of what I've read about is just focusing on the present mm-hmm. and, and being in the present moment, you know, trying to center yourself and, and doing some of those practices to live in the present moment. Sound like yeah. it would be helpful in, when dealing with disappointment as well. Yeah. You know, and another thing along the um, line of when things go as expected, um, imposter syndrome, which is not a clinical diagnosis um, as much as it is kind of a experience that we can all kind of relate to. I've read it put as intellectual self-doubt. We kind of doubt ourselves on a thinking level. Um, And what's helpful for me to understand is a lot of times this comes from a upbringing but also patterns that we have when we vacillate between like over praise you're so great you're so wonderful this is great I'm awesome you know those kind of things and criticism coming down on ourselves and we need to find somewhere in the middle where we 
recognize strengths and weaknesses and areas of growth um, along the way. And, and we're realistic about our, our abilities and our capabilities because imposter syndrome, basically we start to attribute our successes more to, to luck, more to circumstances rather than our effort. And that's the key difference between praise and encouragement when we is focusing on the outcome versus focusing on the work and the effort and the improvement that it took to get there. That's a really great point, you know, and and I think that applies to even if the outcome wasn't what we expected, a lot of the times the things you did along the way to even get to that outcome still had a positive impact. Mm -hmm. And it's really a, it's really a foolproof method, no matter which outcome it is, something you were really hoping for or something that you weren't is, is because you're not self-affirming you're not, you're not, um, encouraging yourself or others based on the product, the end product, as much as the the effort that it took to get there. And so as long as we're doing our best and, and we're trying to learn and trying to grow, um, we can always give ourselves that pat on the back and we can always say, this was me. This was something that, you know, I put into this, not the circumstances around me or other people's appraisal of it. How is, could disappointment be a positive thing? This, this goes back to like the sadness thread. How could that ever be something good? And <laughs> um, it helps us slow down and obsess over the weight of problems so that we can get a clearer understanding of what's important to us as individuals and just as humans. Um, you know, if we're talking about the arena of sadness in our world, there's a fair amount of that that we can't control, but that we do value compassion or generosity or um, kindness. It, it highlights what our strengths are and what our goals are, because if we weren't disappointed in it, it wouldn't be something we really had much stake in. Um, mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a good teacher. And, and perhaps there were some mistakes that we made that we can adjust for or some places that we can have an impact on because we spoke up or we, you know, took a certain action to, to, right or wrong or, or something like that. It helps us kind of live in line with our values. I think it's also positive when it comes to perspective. The world is both beautiful and broken. Um, we can't forget either of those things. And I think that a lot of times in life we get hung up in one or the other, and that's where disappointment can really creep in. Um, when we don't hold those two things in balance and keep a good perspective of things. Definitely. Um, what are some differences between temporary disappointment and more serious conditions? Disappointment's not the issue. I mean, that's part of the human experience. We're all gonna, you know, if we have goals and aspirations and expectations and values, at some point along the way, we're gonna make mistakes. Other people are gonna make mistakes that are gonna affect us. That's not the issue as much of being able to 
see it and hold it and understand it and move forward from it. There was this really adorable YouTube video I watched recently of a dad um, and a little girl. And he must, he must, I don't remember exactly what he said or did, but made her super mad. And he was just talking to her like, it's okay, honey. You want to be mad at me? You can be mad at me. You can feel it. You, you do that. You let it out. You, you, you let me know. And, and, I hurt your feelings and I did this and he was just validating and validating and validating. And then at some point he said, but, but the key is don't hold on to it for too long. Don't hold on for it too, for too long. You feel it and you let it kind of wash over you. And then you, you know, let that go. Um, and it's not about dismissing our feelings. You know, that's not, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about ignoring it, but we are talking about walking through it and feeling it. And then being able that allows us to let go of it. And that's when I think problems start to come in when we can't let go of the pain. And, and that can lead to more intense issues with all the other feelings we were talking about with anger, with um, depression, with shame. That's when that starts to get even bigger and, and more unhealthy and more long-term impacts of disappointment. Mm -hmm. As you're talking, I'm thinking through one of our initial podcasts where we talked about the idea of good and bad feelings mm -hmm. and that there aren't good and bad feelings, that there's just feelings and acknowledging <laughs> what you're feeling. And, and like you said, walking through it, I think is a really good reminder for us when we're feeling disappointment. Yeah. Feelings are not bad um what we do with them is usually where the rubber meets the road um what, what what we you know with any of them and i'm sure we can all think of example like kids you know we tell them it's okay to be angry you just can't hit <laughs> you know you, it's okay to be sad you still gotta you know do uh work or or you know you can't lash out at people um or yourself so yeah, it's 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 usually not the feelings that are the problem. It's how we deal with them and um, and work through them. And we, so we can't ignore them, but we also can't be consumed by them. Mm -hmm. So say I'm listening to this podcast and I'm thinking to myself of a time when I was disappointed or maybe I'm feeling disappointed right now. Um, what are some things that I can do to help myself cope with that disappointment? We talked about the difference between praise and encouragement. So we can encourage ourselves, not um, you're awesome or you failed or, you know, any of those fixed kind of things, but maybe more like um, I, when I fail, I learn. Um, I tried hard. Um, my effort and my attitude are what matters. You know, we can kind of, and you can Google growth fixed mindset and come up with, you know, lots of what that sounds like um, when we focus on our effort rather than our, the, the end product. You know, some other things are like we talked about journaling, talking out loud, helps us to understand what's underneath that disappointment to really be in it and be aware of it and then putting it in perspective. So one of the reasons that that's so important is that we need to, we need our feelings to be heard and honored. They will come out one way or another if we don't, you know, do this in a, in a healthy way. I kind of equate it to, um, 
being trapped underwater and holding your breath. And when our feelings are validated and heard and we feel understood either by ourselves or another person, it's like coming up for a breath of air. And those feelings are going to fight and claw to be heard somehow. So um, once we once we can feel that, then we can put things in perspective, like maybe the, this, this won't last forever or this is going to lead me to to change this or to grow in that way. The other thing would, you know, practicing acceptance, acknowledging that we're all this is the human condition. We're all going to have this. Um, it doesn't have to define the rest of of our time um, or, or decisions moving forward. Kim, are there other things or other uh, tactics that would be helpful if you're coping or dealing with disappointment? So Brene Brown, and I've talked about her, I'll probably continue to talk about her. Um, She, she coined the term TFT. TFT stands for terrible first time. And it, it speaks to that perspective taking like, especially when we're going into something that is the first time, which is we're doing that all the time. Um, we can just expect it to be terrible. <laughs> you know, one thing we can kind of do to ease a little bit of our expectations is to um, lower them, lower them in the moment, not overall. Like, again, we don't want to lower our expectations and just kind of do bare minimum in life. We do want to, you know, achieve big things and fulfilling things. But in the short term, sometimes we can lower what we expect of ourselves because it's our first time. It's going to be awful. It's going to, it's not going to be pleasant. It's not going to look good. Um, and so that's a helpful, she, she talks about putting things in perspective and reality, checking our expectations of ourselves and realizing that it won't be like this forever, that, that things will get better. We will get better. That speaks to that growth mindset that we're talking about. Um, because sometimes it can be hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when we're going through difficult things or awkward things or, um, you know, our expectations are getting jostled around a little bit. Um, You mentioned you had some mantras maybe that would help. Well, mistakes help me learn. Um, I can always improve. Mistakes are beautiful. Oh, adding yet to the end of any sentence changes Mm -hmm. it like that very simple yet. I can't do this yet. Um, I haven't mastered this yet. Um, I don't know what I'm doing yet. That can be another uh, easy, easy shift to our our self-talk, particularly when we're having high expectations of ourselves and we fall short at some point. Yeah, all great things to add to our vocabulary. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Kim, about dealing with disappointment? One of the beautiful outgrowths of disappointment is resiliency. You know, again, disappointment is something not going the way we expected, either of ourselves or of other people. And so, of course, that means difficult times, mistakes, um, unmet expectations. But when we move through that, and we understand ourselves a little bit better. We understand others a little bit better. 
and that, you know, is, is resiliency, moving through difficult times and coming out the other side of it stronger and wiser and more compassionate of ourselves and of others. So when you're in the midst of disappointment, just remembering that this is this is the hard work of building resiliency. Yeah. Thank you again, Kim, for being here with us today. Definitely. It's a pleasure. As I shared earlier, Nicolay College students can receive free counseling appointments with Transitions Counseling. Appointments are offered via telehealth, video conferencing, and phone. Please call 715-365-6696 to make an appointment. Thank you again for joining us today. Join us next month as we talk about mindfulness. Be well. Be well.